This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Some things are just better together. Like party playlists and Friday nights. Campfires and ghost stories. Peanut butter and chocolate. And Reese's Cups are the perfect combination of creamy peanut butter and delicious milk chocolate. So, when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Buy Reese's today wherever candy is sold. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. I just want to jump in here with a quick note about some changes that are happening. This podcast is now going ad-supported. What that means is I will be releasing select episodes from the hundreds of episodes I have archived now on Patreon and releasing them here. A lot of these were recorded a couple of years ago, during 2020 especially. However, I have gone through them and deemed that the parenting information was still really relevant. So just be aware that some of these releases may be out of order chronologically. Also, if you would like to listen to the podcast ad-free, you can still join Patreon. I'll still be releasing podcasts there with a few bonuses. One is that it will be ad-free. One will be that you get the podcast slightly earlier than everybody else. And I'll also be doing a bonus episode every month with a Q&A that's patron-specific. So if that's something you'd like to do, you can join for a dollar a month, and we'll see you there. Thanks, guys. Hey, hey. All right, let's talk hiking with little kids because it's an issue. Pandemic or no, I mean, I think during this time, we're doing a lot of hiking and outside and nature walks because that's the only thing we can do. But also, you know, I'm often asked about hiking with little ones because I'm a big hiker and little ones can be such a pain in the ass when you're hiking. So here are some tricks I've learned along the way. Number one, don't call it a hike. Call it a nature walk or just call it a walk in the woods or something like that. Something about the word hike just goes into like little kids' minds as like work. (laughs) So... You know, our kids are so freaking active, but sometimes like the thought of doing too much work makes them just like, all right, here's the other big thing. And this took me sort of years to figure out. So I really want to share this knowledge with you. We as parents are doers. We're pragmatic. We're doers. And oftentimes going out for a nature walk is the only movement we might be getting. Okay, so we see a trail and we say we're going to take the red trail. It loops around the little pond and that's what we're doing. So we are goal oriented. We're going to finish that fucking trail. Thing is, for your average kid, and this goes for just about any kid, I can say it's true of my 13-year-old as well as my friends who have like six and seven-year-olds, kids aren't goal oriented they're curiosity curiosity oriented. So the minute you get on that trail and you want to you want to hit the red trail and you want to make the 2 mile loop around the pond or whatever it is, right? That's your goal. Their goal is to be as curious as possible. So the minute you hit a brook or a little piece of water, the minute they find a 
chipmunk hole or something interesting, they want to stop and investigate. So you have to be really clear. I think it's better to let the kids investigate, yeah? Now, if you happen to be able to go with a friend, maybe one of you can do the trail and the other kid, you know, the other one can stay with the kids investigating. But largely speaking, very few kids want to do just the trail. So that's the big secret. And I realized, um, I realized this years ago, I was on a hike with a, a friend and he was just like, no, we got to go. We got to go. And the kids were having a blast in the water. And I was like, why, why do we have to go? Like, this is their time. Let them be curious, right? So I think that's the big key. Now, this episode is brought to you by Google Pixel, the official fan phone of the NBA and WNBA. The new Pixel 8 and Pixel 8 Pro are built different. How? Take the audio magic eraser tool that helps block out distracting crowd noise so your play-by-play -play commentary sounds crystal clear. The only phone engineered by Google brings out the audio you care about so your videos sound as crisp as they look. Learn more at googlestore.com forward slash pixel NBA. Audio magic eraser requires Google Photos app. May not work on all audio elements. There's another thing, as your kids get older, and you have to gauge this on your kid, the strength of their legs, you know, their um, capability, but I feel very strongly about, you know, challenging hikes. And so, of course, it just depends where you live in the country. I live in New England, and we have mountains really close by. But we have this one mountain called Mount Monadnock, and it's so great. It's very short. It's only like a mile and a half up and a, you know, obviously a mile and a half down, but it's, it's steep. There's not one flat area. And we bring the kids, like various friends, and I bring the kids because the, the climbing over the rocks and the idea that you have to get to the top, you got to get to the top of this thing just is irresistible. And I've never had, even the weakest kids, I've never had complain or, you know, are we almost there? It's just obvious that you got to get to the top. But here's the other thing that I think is amazing. If you have access to smaller mountains or bigger, you know, bigger terrain, rougher terrain, you know, there's all this noise about creating grit in our kids. And I don't think there's any other natural way to create grit besides getting to the top of a mountain and coming back down. So while the kids that we've always gone with have never complained like, oh, we're almost there. We're, you know, it's obvious we're going to be at the top when we get to the top. Coming down, it doesn't really matter. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care that you ran out of water. I know you're hungry, but the reality is no helicopters coming to save us. We got to get down this mountain. And so it's really interesting because I've, I've done this particular mountain with enough kids to know that like this is like an instant grit builder. And they get down and they're like, I did it. I managed my hunger for freaking hour, which is like something that our kids like can't do today, right? We can barely do it. So it's so, um, it just builds that sort of grit. Now that's a hike. And I have never had, since I started distinguishing nature walks or you know trail trail running from actual hikes i've never had a kid say no to a hike but i have watched a lot of kids be like you know moms will be like okay let's go on a hike and the kids are like no not a hike i don't want to so i really do think it's separating them out and and knowing are we going on this for curiosity? Are we going on this to, for an adventure? Or are we going on this to move our bodies? And I think as an adult, recognize that very few kids want to do shit just to move their bodies. They're not, 
they're not exercise motivated, they're movement motivated and they're, and they're curiosity motivated. So I hope that helps distinguish those, those differences and help make your, your nature walks and your trail running and your hikes a little more enjoyable.